We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Liu. The Warriors beat the Washington Wizards. 123-112. God, the Wizards suck. That's like my main take there. What saw our old friend Jordan Poole? Kind of the same. Saw the the GOAT, the legend, the point god, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. come back, play an excellent game. Um, I don't know, kind of a boring Tuesday night 4 p.m. Yeah. game for the West Coast, but some interesting stuff happened at the same time. Warriors got a win, which honestly, they just need to stack wins. That, stack that's, win. that's all we care about. They, they won the game. They're three games up. They've got a roadie here that uh, their next two games are winnable games, but th- there's there's stuff in this game tonight that matters moving forward. There's, there's stuff for sure. And I want to and I want to start with uh, number 11. All right. Clay Thompson. Obviously, he moved to the bench four games ago. He's had a couple good bench performances. Tonight might have been his best one. 25 points off the bench. Back-to-back 20-point nights, six threes, back-to-back games in which he's hit at least five threes. Hey, Clay, I don't care what your role is. You're going to get your minutes, and your shot still looks pure. Tell me how you're adjusting to coming off the bench here because it's looking good, man. Same old Clay to me. Yeah. Honestly, Bonte, it's been a pretty seamless transition. I mean... It does have its benefits as far as letting the game settle, uh, seeing the floor before you enter, and just relaxing. I mean, it, uh, the nerves, especially when you start, can be apparent when it's a big night. But when you're coming off the bench, it's a little, little easier to relax. And I think that my game is showing that. I mean, interesting. It's interesting. He he nailed it. He looks relaxed man he looks like uh he looks like clay thompson you know like the guy we saw the last two months before they went to the bench it's a rough watch i didn't enjoy getting on the pod and being critical of him i didn't enjoy watching him sulk and hit his head down and just like it sucks he's one of the best players of franchise history no one enjoyed that new role coming off the bench it's like, uh, what was it, LaMelo Ball thing? New new year, same me, new role. Now it feels like same clay, you know? Like he just, it, it he feels so much more comfortable here. And when he's comfortable, like, look, man, I know he's a step slower, but that shot, he can shoot the ball, right? 
Yeah, I Fitz is hilarious because he kept talking about how if step if Clay uh if Clay sets his feet and the ball's in a shooting pocket, that thing's going in every single time. It's it's when he fades, and I'm just like, yes, we get it. We get it, Fitz. You talk to Steve Kerr, we get it. That's something that they're trying to <laughs> have him avoid doing. But you know, it, it does the comforting the the comfortable stuff is super interesting to me because um I feel like Clay might be the most honest basketball player when talking about uh, struggles and he's not trying to sell us something. That's the right. thing about Clay. He, he's not, everybody's trying to sell us something, man. LeBron's trying to sell me some. Draymond's trying to sell me some. Hell, Steph is trying to sell me some. All these dudes are trying to sell me something. Clay just comes out and he just Promo goes, code light years. Seriously. He just come out and they just, you know, whatever it is they're kind of sell, they're trying to sell. Everything's a PR push. Everything's a rollout. And Clay's kind of just, you know, you know, it's tough. And come, me coming off the bench, you know, I, I don't, I, there's no, there's not, a, not, as, much, not as much pressure. Jeez. Um, so I don't know if that was his best game, but um, these are the games that I think show how deep this team is, I think. Yeah. And, 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 and no matter how deep his team is, um, he's still kind of the guy, like he's still kind of the guy that when he goes for 20 plus, you're more often than not going to win a game. And uh, this team now going, what, 12 deep, Sam, tonight with Clay mm-hmm. leading the charge. I mean, he was the main reason they came back there in the first quarter. Because let's not forget, for those that missed the game, because they were working or whatever, the Warriors Sleepy. went down 10. Yeah, Sleepy Warriors start. Went, yeah. 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 And, and it is like, um, you know, is he the second option? What is he? Like, I do know. You watch Warrior game. He is the second most feared player on this team. The way the defense reacts to this team, uh, Kuminga might be better. Uh Wiggins might be better. Uh, Pods might like all these guys may. You may think they're better players. They do not make a defense scramble the way Clay Thompson does. And even if he's not in that phase of his career where he's an all star getting you 25 a night, there's still so much value in just, hey, dude, dudes are terrified of Clay because they know what he can do with the ball in his hands. They know what he can do when he shoots the ball. Uh, And I don't know. You watch the rest of the Warriors. There's just a limited amount of guys who can do that. So if this is what gets him comfortable and gets him playing a little freer, like that benefits the team big time. I I think it balances the team too. I I think today's starting lineup didn't didn't really work that one. A part of it just Steph sucking, but I think it balances the team where Clay's Clay going up against bench units is just going to be money every single time, every right. single game. Now you insert Chris Paul, who we'll get to. He's going to get him all the correct looks. So he's more often not going to be successful. I think the question becomes like, you know, how do you close with him? Stuff like that. But um, games like this tonight when he's going up against, I'm going to look at this box score because I had no idea what this guy's name was. Omarui, who played seven minutes. Jared Butler. What, what is this? Johnny? Di- what is this stuff? I knew they still had John Davis. He played eight minutes. Like, what? What is this? Right? Just when when you get to throw Clay against those guys, I mean, that's it is like he's in his prime going up going up against Nick Stauskas uh, when he dropped thirty seven in a quarter. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so you know Clay got going, and I feel like the two other stories of the game we really want to get to are Steph and Chris Paul. Steph, another subpar game. Steve said he was fatigued last game. Are you worried about Steph? Like, do you think he's fatigued or do you think it's just kind of like, man, it's a long season and they have so much of him and he's going to have a few stinkers shooting the ball. Yeah, right. That's how it goes. The, the latter, right? Um, mm-hmm. I do think one thing, if I were to 
to to concern troll a little bit because I know you're going to love this. I do think <laughs> Steph's regular season game is predicated on just shooting threes now. A lot of it is just shooting threes. I think part of it is he's older, obviously. Part of it is he's tired. Part of it, I think he's just slower, and he just doesn't want to bang bodies, man. It's a Tuesday night in Washington. They just played two nights ago. They had to fly halfway across the damn country. I just think he's like, I'm just going to shoot threes. I don't want to drive to the hole and draw fouls. I don't want to get hit. What's the point? And so I just think his game's super reliant on that now, especially especially in the regular season. I'm sure when they go and play, when they go and play the Lakers um, in a Boston one, Celtics one game, this weekend, yeah. sure, like he's gonna be okay. I'm gonna get to the hole. I'm gonna drop. Like I'm gonna do what I need to do to win the game. But against Washington, he's like, why would I? What's the point? And so he just comes out. He's tired. He breaks a couple ones. He goes and sits down. Right after eight minutes, he does a little passive thing. Then he comes back, same thing. And all of a sudden. The team doesn't really need him to score like they waited today, and then you end up just going six for 21. I mean, dude, he shot 16 threes. He's 16 of his 21 shots, which means, yeah, to your point, one, it means the Wizards just don't even get their hand up. <laughs> Two, uh, also it means like he's, to your point, I agree with you. I'm not, uh, I'm not concerned about, you know, getting to the rim this game. I'll save that. I'll save that for the better teams. I'll save that for Thursday night MSG. When the lights are on, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay. He's played uh, 53 games this season. How many games are left this season if he plays every single game? 50, he, he's played 53 out of 55. Wow. That's what you know. He's going to play 75 plus games. Can take yeah. that. He's leading the team minutes. Uh, all this bang up team building, guys. Bang up, <laughs> you know? Anyway. Yeah, right, right, right. Right. I mean, to, to to the funniest part is they do have a really deep team. That's the funny. Mm-hmm. And now they've got a guy that um, that but can very take those little, minutes. But very little of it works without Steph. Yes. So, yep. yeah. Yep. But they did get back my guy, the point guard, Chris Let's Paul. Let's go. We, we've been playing pretty well uh, over the last month or so. And uh, we've really been looking forward to getting Chris back. You can see why tonight he's a plus 17 and, you know, 21 minutes. Um, always in control of the game. I thought the way we uh, closed the third quarter was really important. You know, he was at the helm. He found um, JK for a lob and, you know, we got to stop. Got the last shot of the quarter. So we, we you know, we just handle things better with, with Chris. He's... Uh, He's such a great point guard, always knows exactly um, what's happening in the game and what's needed from him. So it's great to have him back. Yeah. I mean, I do wonder. So perfect, perfect game for him to come back against, you know, the grudge match against the Wizards who traded him, even though he was there for three days. You know, it's perfect, like soft landing for him to start one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, But he does present an opportunity to potentially limit the wear and tear on Steph, which is important. That was kind of the idea behind the signing. If we were going to be rose colored glasses about it, like maybe he helps Steph play less minutes. You can trust him to just kind of generate wins with a second unit. Steph isn't having to carry the load as much as he needs to obviously missing that much time. That doesn't happen, but maybe that's a good way to get Steph going because Chris Paul's, Nothing if he ain't a smart basketball player who knows how to run a pick and roll and get guys. He's a freaking genius. I mean, dude, mm-hmm. I, I, games like tonight, it just, games like tonight, if they didn't have Chris Paul tonight, honestly, I don't, like, maybe they still win. Probably they still win, but they're not going up 20. It's a stressful game, though. It's, it's a more, way more stressful game. And look, I, I'm the biggest Chris Paul hater. You guys know I'm the biggest Chris Paul hater, but like, these are the type of games where it's just like, 
if if they had just started the season like this, would they just not win 48 to 50 games easy? I mean, it just it just Chris Paul comes off the bench. He plays 20 minutes. He doesn't close because he's not a closer. Um, but you put him and Pods who don't turn the ball over. You put him next to Clay Dario. He makes Dario better because it's Chris Paul. They put him next to TJD who had alley-oop dunk on him. And all of a sudden you're crushing other bench units. And then you have a decent starting lineup. If Wiggins comes back at some point, Kamingo plays well. And it's just like, it's just, you're going to run over mediocre to shitty teams. It's just, it's a good formula. They just, they just had to rely on him to play 30 minutes at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. That's why they were losing games. But Draymond, Draymond was suspended. Yeah, yeah, you, you can, terrible. Clay was, was on and we off. Sound, we sound like fits, man. <laughs> Over no, but I'm just. It, it's just games. You watch this and you're. Just, and GP two was hurt for damn near half the season. It's just like this is division. I don't know what their ceiling is, but they certainly shouldn't be a ten seed, right? Like this is the type of stuff where you Fair. look back on this. It's like ah, I, I don't think they can win a championship, but they should at least be the five seed. It should have been yeah. at least a five so seed. It's a fifty-one. It's a fifty-one team. Yeah, That's exactly, exactly. You know, if Draymond's not doing weird, uh, you know, uh, wanna be like Grand Theft Auto stuff on the court, and then you know, oh, Chris falls and break his hands, and just I don't, I don't even know where I was going with it. Mm. But I just saw an ad. I kind of want to play Grand Theft Auto again. Is, I that, play is that still a game? That's is that? Of course it is. It is, but like it, that's probably the last video game I played. Like when that was still a thing, and then I pretty much checked out on video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, anyway. you and I are very similar. I don't, I don't. And NHL hits, I think, is the last game I played. I'm oh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. I was more of an NFL Blitz guy. NFL Blitz is good. I play that. Too. Yeah. NBA Street. NBA Street. Yes. Class. Yes. High school. Yeah. And then and then FIFA. FIFA is a classic. The FIFA battles. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, back to the topic. I would have liked to see more trace to, if I'm being honest with you, yeah. uh, there was a couple pick and rolls with trace and Chris ball shocker. They went well, the wizards <laughs> can't guard, uh, Simple. trace traces, you know, just, it's the perfect pick and roll roll man. Like that's yeah. what he's best at. Right. And Chris Paul obviously knows how to run a pick and roll, not turn the ball over, get it to your big while he's rolling. Um, I'd like to see a little more of that, uh, Steve just doing his young guy thing with Trace in general. So, isn't Trace like twenty eight? <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. I get you. Turned twenty four a couple weeks. Yeah, no, but like the point stands. Yeah. Today's Light Years podcast. We are brought to you by Good Chop. Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot. And for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do. But I'm not going to run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's just not going to happen this time of the year. We're just too busy. We got too much stuff going on, man. We got Warriors games every other day. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. The products are vacuum-sealed and frozen at peak freshness so that you can stock your freezer and cook when you want. Choose from over 70 high-quality cuts, 100% grass-fed ribeyes, USDA prime filet, mignon, free-range, and organic chicken breast. So this is the one that I actually get because chicken's healthy for me. Chicken's easy to cook for me. I air fry it. Uh, this is great because, you know, sometimes you, if you get bad meat, you put it in the, the air, the air fryer, huh? We're going to have to talk air fryer. I am an air fryer. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad cook. This is why good chop is good for me, right? Like it's good meat. It's high quality. I get it. I don't got to worry about like doing all this stuff to the meat to make it like whatever. Right. I don't got to worry about that. It just comes ready to roll. Dude, yeah, I got, I got a toddler. I'm like, I need efficiency. I need this to move through fast. And I'm sure <laughs> a lot of our listeners feel the same way. It's like, I don't have. 
four hours to meticulously marinate and get everything going. I'm trying to get this prepped and I want to taste good. That's all, that's all we care about. And and actually, you know what? This is the best part. It won't cost a fortune. Good Chops price per meal starts at just three seventy four. So go to goodchop.com slash light years 120. Use code light years 120 to get $120 off. Cross your first four boxes. That's code at light years 120 at goodchop.com slash light years 120 for $120 off. Goodchop. Dot com slash light years 120 code light years 120. We got another game on Thursday. Warriors going to MSG, which is always special. You know, a month ago, I would have been, I don't even know if I'd be hyped from the play of the Knicks because the Knicks were playing so well. Nips, Knicks are a little banged up mm. this week. Uh, no OG, no Julius Randle. They did drop tonight's game to the Pelicans. And that is why to me, this is our Under Armour game of the week yeah. because you got multiple storylines going into it. Uh, you know, the Knicks are a good team, so you don't expect to win against them on the road, but they're a little banged up, and the Warriors need these wins. Probably not going to win in Boston, but you have a chance to win in New York against a better team because you're catching them at the right time. Uh, and then secondarily, like, do we need to get into the history of Steph Curry and MSG? <laughs> This feels like the perfect opportunity for him to get back on track. Obviously, 54 in 2013, kind of his coming out party. But I kind of forgot he set the record for all-time threes at, at Madison Square Garden. Yep. It is a historic arena. You know it means something to Steph. Uh, the the comments are saying a 3 and one road trip would be great. This is the game that's going to determine if it's a 3 and one road trip as far as I'm concerned. That's a great – I mean, absolutely – Correct. I think one thing to also throw out there, speaking of Under Armour game of the week, is that you know you want to see Steph get back on track too. You kind of you kind of hinted at it. It's he's been bad. I mean he's he's not shot well for a couple of games now, and yeah. and you know him. I mean he was literally coming off a hot streak where he made well, like what eight games in a row where he made seven plus three absurd. Mm-hmm. And of course he goes a little cold, and MSG is kind of probably the place that that brings him back. Um, and that's uh, a must have, must win game uh, mm-hmm. for the Warriors. Uh, it's the pivot game where I think we've seen the Warriors lose these type of games a lot um, on the road. Like, they're still a good team. They're still going to be good. Jalen Brunson and playing it, but yeah, they're play, not. They're, sure. You can't. They're not a walkover team. Even Chenzo is going to make six threes, right? Just mm-hmm. just because revenge game. Josh Hart's going to grab six offensive rebounds because he's Josh Hart. Uh, Precious Achua is playing forty five minutes a game because it's Tom Thibodeau. Like he's gonna he's gonna be a dog in there. So it's like it's not going to be an easy win tonight. It was a joke. The Wizards are a joke. Like the Knicks are not, they're not rolling over for you. And I will say this I pulled up the standings here. Yeah, the Warriors are three, three and a half games back of the six seed. Obviously, it's going to be an uphill fight because there's a lot of good teams in front of them. There's the Mavericks, there's the Kings, Pelican Suns. So they're all good teams. If you want to get out of the play in, these are the games you have to win. It's assumed you're going to beat the Wizards, it's assumed you're going to beat the Toronto Raptors on Friday. And, you know, Sunday at the Boston Garden, all right, that's a, that's a schedule loss, right? These games, which I might call 50-50 games, maybe yep. New York's yep. favored, but they're a little banged up. You start winning a few of these, that's how you put yourself in that, I might get out of the playing range. I might get out of the playing range. And so that's why I see Under Armour game of the week is the most important game the Warriors are playing this week. Uh, I'm kinda, I, I kind of think Steph's going to snap out of his slump. I, that's where I'm at with it. I think it's, I think MSG means something to him. I think he's shooting the ball poorly. I also like, look, Steph's our favorite player 
How many Steph Curry games do you think you've watched? Do you think you watched a thousand? Wow. Yes. Yes, absolutely. How many games so. have he played in his career? I think I've watched every Steph game. If not live, I've he watched isn't, He's technically not. Well, no, he's played over a thousand if you count the playoffs. So playoff, play, of he's, course, of course, playoffs. Yeah. Of course. Um, he has played as a Golden State Warrior, so we're not counting international games, although I didn't miss yeah. those either. Yeah, just no, to, I was going to say. Just to be clear, guys, we didn't miss those either. 935 plus 147. Uh, yeah, it's about 1100 games. Yeah. yeah, wow, we've Why watched not? a thousand plus Steph Curry games. He does have it in him to kind of like go through the motions and just chuck against a team like the Wizards if he's not feeling like getting into it a little yes. bit. Yes. I don't think you're getting that, and I don't think we're getting that. I think the celebs will be out Thursday night in New KD, York. He's gonna have dinner with KD after it's gonna be a vibe, <laughs> right? It's gonna be awesome. What celebs do you mean? Ben Stiller courtside? <laughs> I I, you know, lately I've I've noticed there's been, you know, some more actors at Chase, you know, because usually we just get the DoorDash CEO. We we usually oh, just I'm talking get about them. I'm talking about Matt Madison Square Garden. I, I know. Oh, oh, I'm thinking of sorry, I'm I'm thinking of like, but I'm think I'm saying like lately we've seen more Madison Square Garden type people at Chase. Oh uh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Madison Square, they got the best, but although MSG, I saw a video. The uh, the other one. Well, nothing nothing tops nothing tops Laker games in terms of yeah. people yeah. who want to be seen. Yeah. You know, they're not there to watch the game; they're there to be seen. I saw a lot of TikTok the- artists on uh, on the MSG or like these these new actors that I didn't know who they are. Sam, that's how I know I'm getting old. So, do you think do you think Steph is like sitting there and they're just like they see all these like? Do you think Raymond Ritter introduces him to someone and he's like, God, I don't know who this is, but I'm gonna fake it. smile and be like, I love your stuff. <laughs> It's got 2.8 million followers. Like, I don't know who this fucking guy is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he just, he just, he just, he just does the thing when you meet someone or just lying. He's just like, yeah, I love, I love your movies. The I love your t- the fake dad. I-, I love your TikToks. Anyway, the only, the other story I wanted to get to tonight was a one. Andrew Wiggins was mysteriously out of lineup tonight. Okay, all right. Moses Moody started. Which is good. We're a pro Moses Moody podcast. Uh, I thought Moses played okay. I thought he played it good. But Wiggins out. And I don't know if you saw Steve Kerr pregame. He kind of touched on it too. Uh, didn't give me confidence when I heard Steve Kerr pregame. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Did not make me feel good. Where he's talking about it. It's a personal matter. I don't know when he'll be back. I will talk about it when we talk about it. Which was not the thing I wanted to hear given the context of Andrew Wiggins last year. And I don't know, you know, for all I know, he could be back at MSG on Thursday and we'll laugh about it and be like, man, we really concerned trolled that segment. But because I don't know, I'm going to have to go with that. Andrew's out for personal reasons. I mean, do you have any sense of if this is a just, you know, quick thing or? Um, Don't know. Um, We'll, you know, just respect, um, Obviously, uh, respect Andrew's um, wishes to for this to remain, you know, just uh, private and personal reasons, and and we'll just uh, we'll go from there. We'll start Moses tonight in his spot. Uh, Moses has been uh, fantastic as always, just uh, staying ready, putting in the work, uh, producing when called upon, and um, so this is a good opportunity for him. I think he's earned this, and it, it allows us to. Keep keep our our bench unit intact um you know chris will play 
in the you know minutes that Lester's been been playing. Um, so the, you know all the non-Steph minutes, and then he'll probably be out there with uh, with Steph a little bit as well. So we're approaching it tonight. Um, you know, just trying to um, you know make the shift with Wiggs out, and uh, but I didn't want too many changes. Um, so it felt felt good to start Moses and, and keep the bench unit intact. So yeah, I mean, two things to talk about. One is Moses Moody got more minutes tonight. We can talk about Moses and talk basketball. Second is it would be a lie for me to not say I'm nervous, given the context of last year. Uh, and I want to know where your head's at it with it. You know, like maybe I'm neurotic. It's possible. You know, like uh, I'm, not, I'm not will I'm not willing to admit that like. I might just be a little too neurotic about this sort of thing, but like just seeing this, it reminds me so much of last year. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think at this point. You know, no other player on this roster disappears and can't just like give a reason for why they disappear. Uh, what is, I don't know what is going on. Yeah. To me, it feels like they're not, they're not making a big deal out of it. Like they're not even talking about it. <laughs> um at all which you know that's i'm sure that's part of the plan i'd imagine that i'd imagine it's probably not the same as last year because because i think uh i hope so i actually i don't even know if i have a take andrew wiggins i hope you're good sir i hope you're good <laughs> I, I, have, I have i honestly i don't well, have me, a take outside of sounding like an asshole are you are you are you worried yeah i, I think i'm with you i think i'm worried yeah Cause who just goes out and just like I guess Steve Kerr said we're like he and he said it right we just listened to him he said kind of similar to last year like we just hope he's good so I was like I don't know man fuck because he's good but how how am I supposed to how am I supposed to like be sensitive or feel bad for a guy when we don't know what's going on so it's like I don't know I don't feel bad for the guy I don't know what the hell's sure. going on y'all not gonna tell me so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel bad for the guy so show up or don't fucking show up yeah I mean that's kind of where I'm at and I'm I'm not even let's avoid wading into those waters just yet i'm i'm just kind of like my gut instinct is here we go again that's my gut instinct and my reason for saying here we go again is he's given me no reason to not believe that here we go again right that's that's kind of my thing with it which is you know if uh if clay thompson asked for a day for personal reasons i think you and i would just be like all right whatever it's clay you know because he has so much credibility built up in my mind, right? Uh, in this case, it was weird last year. And we all know that they didn't think he was going to disappear for two months. So I don't know what to think. I don't know. It's a little bit of a concern troll. But I think at its core, I don't think it's unreasonable for you and me to be like, I don't know what I think. I don't know what um, I think right now. You know, The, the Warriors and, weren't too happy last year. So I, I think that's kind mm -hmm. of all I kind of need to know is they, they weren't too happy about it by the time he came back and uh there's a reason why he played through that rib injury when honestly he probably shouldn't have so i don't know it's, yeah. they, it's they didn't come back and say oh yay it's like hey man where the fuck were you um so, <laughs> anyway yeah no i mean I it's true right. it's true um i'm gonna give it if i like again if he's back thursday we'll laugh about being concerned like you know i don't think it's unreasonably concerned but like we'll laugh about it you know uh, and hopefully that's the case hopefully that is the case but anyway uh moses got to start today which i thought was cool on multiple levels one 
it means that uh, they're committed to Clay coming off the bench, which I like. I like just make him make him comfortable, make make him own the role. Two, Moses Moody deserves more minutes, man. He just does. Uh, I don't know what you think of his game in general. I, you know, I love me most. You know, I love me Moses Moody. Um, so let, let's actually spend a little time on this one because people people's arguments are very clear. Sam, one way is that what minutes are Moses Moody going to take? Right? Mm-hmm. That's everybody's argument back. And I always go, well, you can take minutes pretty easily from guys. It's just a matter of, are you actually going to do it? Cause um, he could play more minutes for guys that shouldn't. Why do you play four guards? Why is Dario Sarge playing 14 minutes? Um, right. Why does Lester Quinones play those minutes? And you're saying like, Oh, he plays good defense. It's like, no, does he play great defense? He handles the ball more. Do they need him to handle the ball more? Like, do you need three guys that can handle the ball? You know, right? Like, maybe that's Apparently. an in- indication of your offense that you need so many guys to handle the ball when most everybody does so many things well. Now, is he elite at certain things? No, but neither are these guys that you're pl- that are playing above him, right? And so my thing is always you find a way for guys that – if he's a guy that played 20 plus minutes last year in a postseason series, you find a way. Cause I tell you what, you're not a team that's winning 55 games. So you're not good enough to sit this kid. And uh, you know, I, I thought he played good tonight, right? Like he's not, he's not a special player. He's just a very good player. That's the majority of these warriors players are that they are just very good players. GP2, yeah. very good player. Moses Moody, very good player. Chris Paul, very good player. Now these guys are superstars. That does make Steve Kerr's job hard. Is that like, he kind of does have to pick the guy's, the right guys to play every game and, and and it is hard it is hard but you know at the same time i'm looking at i'm looking at minutes right now i'm looking at sarge for 14 minutes i'm looking at i'm looking at pods who play toward, like some of these like there are minutes there just hey pods pods didn't play enough minutes as far as <laughs> plus 14 tonight pods, is- pods might be the <sighs> yeah no i i mean there's minutes to be had there look if i was to guess steve kerr views him as a pure wing and he oh, yes. he's viewing it as like yes. I have Clay, I have Wiggins, and I have Kuminga, and and GP2. These are guys I want running the – like basically not handling the ball. It's a polite way to put it, right? Uh, And and he kind of gets the uh, short end of the stick, right? Like he just – like he can't shoot it like Clay. He can't defend like GP2. He's not as all-around versatile as Wiggins or Kuminga in some ways. So he just kind of always the odd man out in that mix. I don't know that it should be that way. I kind of agree with you. The only team in the league who can't find ways to use wings who can shoot and defend a little bit, but it's a it's a tricky situation for him. When I think you're Steve Kerr's just not going to change ideals, right? So we're kind of just arguing against the wall. <laughs> really, it is what it is. Um, we're arguing against the wall. Like he's not going to play. Like let's say, uh, put this for example. Like Steph, Draymond, then you get Kaminga, Wiggins, and Moody. Like those are three wing guys. That that you'd have a pretty decent defense and you can rebound a little bit, but it's just not going to go go with that because he just doesn't want to play with two guys that can handle the ball. And you can argue maybe that's possible, but they're just not going to do that. That's why Pod stars, and so that's why they go with four guards. That's why half this roster is guards, right? So they're just the lack of balance there doesn't really work, and I think that hurts Moses Moody. Because would you say that how many teams in the NBA could he play? 15 to 20 minutes for right 25 now. 30 25. I mean I think yeah, he'd play I, 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 I think he'd play yeah, wow. I think he'd play 15 minutes per game for the Denver Nuggets to be honest with you and they're the as far as like I think it's Denver's title to lose yeah yeah correct 
they're the best all around team when they lock in. Like that was what kind of was disheartening about the last game where I'm like, damn, that's what it's like to be on the other side of that. You know, <laughs> like, we, cause that felt like some warrior shit where they're like, this is cute. Good job. All right. We're going to take it to another level and you cannot match it. Right. Yep. Anyway, different conversation. I think they could use him because his skill sets are complementary to everyone. Right. They're okay. I play off ball. I hit shots. I will defend hard. I will crash the glass. I will get rebounds. I'll do a little bit of everything. I'm kind of a jack of all, master of none, right? Like, but you can't tell me. I'm I'm looking at the Nuggets rotation now. Christian Braun, probably a little better than him. Uh, I don't know. They're Zeke playing guys. Like, G. I mean, like, right? Yeah. Who's who's like exactly like they they don't really have a deep rotation. You Peyton Justin Boston. Justin Holiday kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. Um, Julian Strasser, I kind of like him in two years, you know, like, uh, and, and that's the, probably the best team in the league right now. Well, like the Boston Celtics, is he a better player than Sam Hauser who plays 20 minutes a game? Yeah. I, I, why, why could they not use him off the bench? Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, it kind of speaks to the Warriors point where they're deceptively deep with good players, but the high end is not as good as it used to be where it's like, you know, Steph's staff and Draymond's Draymond, but like Kuminga's still figuring it out, even though he's been playing phenomenal. And like the Wizards are, let's talk Kuminga for a second. Like the Wizards are the type of team where I'm like, yeah, dude, you should own them because you're that good. And he does own them. He's that dominant against them. And then you see him against Denver and it's like, all right, there's work to be done for you to get to that level. But like, ultimately, I love seeing him uh, just own these type of matchups and just remind everyone it's like, Kyle Kuzma is not that much better. It, like I, I can play with this type of player. Yeah, um, it's been a while since we've seen it. I think I think part of um, part of this team when when they transition back to Steph and Draymond heavy offense, I do think Kaminga tries. To, it's hard for him to figure out like what exactly he needs to do because he's not he's not an innate uh, fill in the pieces role scoring type of guy, right? I think he innately is a, Hey, work, work through me offensively. Let me get the rock. Let me kind of ISO. Let me post up. Let me do a, do a drive here and a drive there. He's not a, I'm a cut to the rim. Like he, he's less so that guy and figuring out how to play next to Draymond and Steph. Um, I think more often than not, it's kind of been why he's been benched is he doesn't know how to do that, but I think he is figuring it out a lot better now um because i think he's a tweener where i don't know if he's ever going to be like that guy where you can give him the bar every time but he is figuring out i can how about me being the second and third option how about me i can get the post up iso mid-range which he made a few i can get to the hole but i can also cut and also screen and play more like the warrior style they need him to be i think who he is innately but i think for the team to be best they need him to be both they need Kaminga to play the iso style they need him to play the warrior style and uh, I think that's where I think Shapai, I sh- like me, for example, should probably give him more credit because he is like, yeah. he is young and he's trying to figure that stuff out. And I think not he's... many other players in the NBA have to figure that stuff out. Most players in the NBA can just play that fucking ISO style <laughs> and, 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 and fail at that or, or figure it out, right? Like fail, meaning like Andrew Wiggins failed in Minnesota or like Aaron Gordon failed in Orlando or like Jalen Green, something that was drafted for him is currently failing in Houston. Actually, I shouldn't put those three together because those other. But I hear, I heard you're saying like Andrew Wiggins is actually a great example of talented guy, went to a team, had to play through it to figure out who he really was. You know, like that's really what you're talking about. It's like Kuminga didn't get the, 
I'm on a bad team and I get to experiment to figure out what I do and what I don't do. You know, Jordan Poole even got it right. Jordan Poole got a year of it. Mm -hmm. I will say uh, the thing that excites me most about Kuminga is his passing. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be Steve Nash or anything, but like his ability to leverage his physical advantage and make a read is something that the wings, the warriors have had over the years. Can't do clay. Doesn't really do that. Wiggins doesn't really do that. Kelly Oubre never did that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like he's kind of like a drive and kick athletic wing. uh, And that's something they haven't had. Like, obviously we know he can, put the ball in the hole when he's going to the rim, but making that second read when the help comes kicking to corners, that's the kind of player they haven't had in a long time. Five assists tonight. Uh, he's, he's capable of being uh, a better passer than like the Jalen Brown type of wing. And like, honestly, if he becomes a, a player who's cap who's like Jalen Brown or Pascal Siakam, like that's a huge win. And that's kind of who I think he will be over time. Wow. So, um, I, that's who the Warriors have been missing. I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. So I'm glad you brought it up. They are missing the wing passer, the not even the wing passer, wing decision maker. Right. And um, it's not really coming. It's not coming as fault because he does so many things better than like uh, an Otto Porter or an Andre yeah. Godala. Uh, but those are the guys that make the Warriors work, which is why the Warriors are starting Pajemski because Pajemski does all those things that Otto and Porter and, yeah. Yeah, and Andre does. The problem with Paz is he's freaking six inches shorter than those guys seven inches shorter than those guys so it's it's even it just it just makes it hard at the warriors to play this type of style so it's they're, they're trying to fuse all this stuff together and you talked about it in the last show it's like well you you got Kamingo and wiggins as your wings but it, it's hard when those guys aren't and then clay it's three guys i don't really dribble right so um but you need, you need someone who you can trust there. yeah you need someone you can trust with the ball to make a basic read with the ball. It's hard, man. It's hard, especially yeah. against great teams. It, against, I mean, Draymond made the wrong read every time in crunch time against Jokic. I mean, that stuff is hard to, yeah. to make those reads. And we've seen Draymond make the right read for a long, long time. So I don't know if that's fair. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put the pressure on that to Kaminga. But that's, I think that is, if he can get there, though, that's, I mean, we're talking the next two, three, four, five years. I mean, that that's somewhere. Yeah. That's if he can make those in my get that playmaking. in the perfect world for the Warriors, they get Wiggins shooting like he did two years ago, or they replace him with a two way wing who can shoot like he did two years ago next to Kuminga, who's more of a downhill player and his passing will just continue to improve. But we'll see. I, I don't know. It's, it's all positive. I, I feel like we should just end it at that right. on to New York. See you all. We will be back here. Appreciate everyone. If you want to run 10K with Andy and me, promo code LIGHTYEARS will be there. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.